So we're doing it, Miss Bell. <laughs> we are. So this is the Swiftly podcast. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Maybe we should have made an outline. It's going to be very improvised. <laughs> no, it's very improvised for now. We'll figure it out later. No. Exactly. We'll figure out our sign-ins and sign-offs later. That, that's, <laughs> that's for more professional. We are not professional at all. Yeah. I can be sometimes, but yeah. Not yeah. always. <laughs> Cool. Mm-hmm. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Yeah, stressed about school, but I went for an hour long run. Ooh. I've decided if I'm going to procrastinate, it's going to be healthy procrastination. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. How about Just you? Just lots of stuff at the end of the semester. Yeah. A lot of work. I'm doing well. The found a nice room on campus that hopefully nobody will interrupt me in and that has the views and I'm just sitting down relaxing oh. talking to you I sent an awkward text to my roommates who I never text I was like by the way if you come home I'm not gonna say hi I'm just gonna go to the other room I'm recording and they have not <laughs> that's funny. so I don't think they'll be home but I was like just so yeah. you know have you told anyone um no I can't no. remember. I don't think so. I haven't either. But I, I a few oh. of my friends I think will would be interested. I have one Actually yeah. I think I told my little in my sorority. Okay. Yeah. She said she'd listen. I was like, well thank <laughs> you. Go. Yeah. I think I know a few people who would be interested in listening. Although we're gonna have to make sure this is good content if we do that. Yeah, true. I know. I'm like it's no pressure. people you don't know first. <laughs> and then you can invite people you know. No, I'm going to start with people I know. They'll, they'll give me the... Okay. Well, actually, they won't well, be they don't know me, day. most of them, probably. So. No, so let me... Maybe I'll tell Chris. Chris knows you. <laughs> True. Yeah. He's excited to see you when you come here. Yeah, I'm so excited. And then we can I... record in person. Oh, That'd yeah. probably be easier. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Technology. <laughs> but we haven't talked, like, all week because we've been waiting. I know! <laughs> like, there's some benefits there's to so that. You gotta tell me about your week. <laughs> You what's have to, you, you, uh, okay, uh, what's going on? So I did an interview this week with a company. They're called Labrador Systems. Uh, they're a startup, so I can't tell you exactly what they're doing, but they're basically yeah. creating something that's going to be a consumer product to help seniors. Cool. And I think I got my foot in the door, and we'll see, I think it'll lead Damn. to a job. Congrats. So, so I'm in college, and you are... In college. Yeah. <laughs> fill in the I'm, blank. Yeah, fill in the blank. Um, <laughs> I'm also in college. Yeah, same more than that. Year. You have to p- pretend there's people <laughs> listening in. Oh, um, I'm a second year studying political philosophy, policy, and law, which I probably oh, won't talk about. So because impressive. I don't want to get too and political. So smart. So we can get a little, pl- um, we, we should talk about a little. Biden, the, the Joe clothes. <laughs> oh my God. And put it in the show First notes because I love saying. I'm show already notes. planning my <laughs> my campaign would be puns for sure. Like it would yeah. be everyone would be like, "Don't do it," and I'd be like, "We've got to do it." Like everything is. What would be your what, what would the puns be? I don't. I mean, I don't know. I thought of a really dumb pun today while I was working out, but it's Tell not me. politically related. It was um, it's like why did Annabelle go to, or why did I go to the gym, or why did I not go to the gym? Why did you not go to the gym? Because I'm a dumbbell. 
Oh, that is bad. It's not great. No, I was trying to think of a better setup. You need something positive. Well, I, I was just like, someone was talking about dumbbell, and like my head kind of turned. Because I was like, me? And I was like, no. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Sad. You are not dumb. Annabelle is one of the I'm smartest people I know. I'm pretty burnt out, but I'm not dumb. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, what were we talking about? That we're in college? <laughs> yes. So I'm a senior studying mechanical <laughs> engineering um, in... Did you say your college? I said I'm a second year, which I think gives it away. No. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> so fair. I don't know. Um, so I was no, just thinking we'll, that. We'll, we'll I don't be discreet in that regard. So I'm a senior oh, studying mechanical engineering at an engineering university. <laughs> we can get more direct in the future. Um, we'll probably have no listeners. So it won't, that's that's it, the major point. It, 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 won't, it, won't, it won't matter. We have no listeners. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah. So, th- but I'm looking for a job, hence the job search, and hence me talking to this company. Um, they'd be in Northern LA. So that's where I would Ooh. be. Yeah, and I think I would be like employee number like four or something ridiculous like ah, that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and I just like help out and wear lots of hats, which is exactly what I want. And I'm not sure I could do the job, which means it's perfect because I'll learn shit. Yeah, it'd be challenging. Yeah. <laughs> and this is a cursing podcast. I think it should be. Oh yeah. <laughs> we can decide that it's too late. Um, we've decided. That's true. Or we can bleep it out, but that's no fun unless it sounds unless it's a cool like. Although bleeping does make it funnier. Because, uh, only if you don't know what the word is. Only if you know, it's like you're, obscure. You're right. You have to leave a word. little bit of like the fuh in, in a little bit of the cut in and then put the bleep in the middle. Oh. Yeah. No, I agree. It's like a weird adjective and then a curse word. And then people are like, what are, what are they yeah. saying? Um, that's a good idea. Um, so th- that interview went really well. I have another one next week with... Uh, creator which is a they make hamburger machines and have a restaurant in san francisco mm-hmm. so that would be cool um la is a lot cheaper looking... to live than san francisco but it, like whatever hmm. they both seem i cool. told someone i, need to I know more. from california that you're looking in san fran and she said it's very t- response was kind of like yep like that seems right <laughs> i was like that fits I don't think he's worried about that. I was like, yeah, I think that's kind of the point. Tech tech savvy over here. Mm -hmm. What else got you get up to this week? Um. Oh my god, I've been in classes (laughs) so much. I only have two more days, which is kind of crazy. Um, of actual like school class. Oh really? So you end Tuesday, Wednesday. I end Tuesday. Crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. I guess I have a full day Tuesday. Yeah. And then what's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? Wednesday is a break. Okay. They're like, have one day what to do they, study. What do they We're call your break you. at your school? Reading day. Okay. So they call it dead day here and they want to change that, that sounds better. because of the negative connotation. <laughs> Too negative? They, 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 because... Okay. But I feel like reading day has a negative connotation because it's kind of like, my exams are the next day. Like, am I really going to be doing my readings then? That feels, like, too late. So we have dead week, and dead day is, like, the Friday of dead week. And they're thinking about changing it to, like, review week and review day. Or I think that's what we recommend. So I'm in student government at my school, and that's what we recommended it be changed to, um, if it had to be changed. 
Yeah. Being super PC. Even over here. spring break, technically my spring break is called reading days. Really? And a lot That's... of professors were like, so here's a bunch of reading. That's stupid. Rude. It's rude. But um, yeah, I have one day of studying and then three days of exams. So Wednesday is the study day and then Thursday, Friday, and Monday are the exams? Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, okay. Okay, we have exams on Saturday yeah. too, but not Sunday. Yeah, not Sunday. So we have but, ex- so my whole week yeah, has been that I have a paper due Monday yeah. and I can't crack it. Do you ever feel like like it just doesn't you, sound you're trying good? to figure it out? I just like I couldn't write a topic sentence. It has been changing it, since Monday. Yeah, I don't write enough for that to happen. Keep going though. It's so it's really frustrating because if I don't know what the point of the paper is, it's really hard to write the paper. So I have over fifteen pages of writing that is not the paper. What's the task? Because I keep writing things. So it's the role of the what the role of the government should be in the economy. So kind of too big of a topic. topic. Exactly. So I went to the professor and I was like, I could write so much. Like you, what do you want me to do? And he said, choose four people, four authors. Um, you mean so choose I, four as authors. of last night, I think I finally have, we like do readings every day for class and the papers are supposed to reference the readings, but you're not supposed to summarize the readings. You're supposed to like say your own view with the readings. Okay. Um, so I think I've finally, and the hard part about an essay like this is I have a hard time writing it if I don't believe it. Yeah. But it's hard to explain what you believe in six pages, double spaced. Yeah, because that's, that's literally all you talk about, that topic. Yeah, so I was so excited when I saw this paper topic, which is, like, ironic now. Yes, it is. Um, <laughs> I love irony. <laughs> because I was like, I've been waiting for this topic my whole life. And now I'm like, I just don't care about it because I can't write six no. pages about it while narrowing it down. But that's been my week. I've so- tried different things to get the work done. Okay. Yeah. So good luck with that. My exams are the Thanks. following week after your week of exams. Yeah. But I only have one That's exam nice. on Monday. And so after Monday, I am free until Friday, which is actually graduation. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. It is fun. It's amazing. I'm graduating. I don't know how to feel. Everyone's like, are you excited? And then I find myself asking people, are you excited? And it's just so hollow because <laughs> I don't know if I'm excited. Like, I'm just... It's just happening. Yeah, and I feel like because it happens to everyone and because you knew it was going to happen, like, there probably would be a lot more motions, but, like, that's what you knew was going to come this year. I don't know. I feel like if I really hated my institution, I would really be looking forward to it, but I really don't. So right now it's just bittersweet, and that's, like, the best I can come up with for a feeling. And even that, it it just still feels normal because I'm still in regular classes, right? I think it's only going to be bittersweet once, like, I start getting the last class or the last meeting for a club or the last another meeting for the club. Then it's going to start really like poning yeah. me. I talked to a grad student today who said, oh, I guess my last class ever was today. And we were all like, oh, my God, are you OK? And she was just like, I mean, it's whatever. I can't wait till my last class ever. At how do you here. how do you feel? I think she was excited because she's not signing up for more school. So I think you. <laughs> you're kind of done yeah I'm, I'm done with school I love school I love the work I just love everything else at school way more than the work interesting yeah that sounds about right yeah but I'm I'm unique mm-hmm. um what else are you working on or doing 
Um, it's really just that. So I also have this really bad mindset where I won't let myself start studying for exams until I finish this paper because it's oh. due first. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but it so that also prob- sucks because you're not studying. It doesn't make sense because I haven't been able to write the paper. So Although you, you said you're getting close to a topic, right? Or a topic sentence? I I have like four pages out of six now. Okay, that's pretty good. I feel like once you write the outline, so, the paper basically writes itself, right? Yeah, and part of the that was the whole problem was I had so much written and I had spent so much time on it, but because it, there was still no clear outline, it was like all had to be cut and rewritten. So I've told you about my advanced science communications class, and I chose a really big topic, climate change, um, mm-hmm. that is so wide and so big that. I like put it down all like what I wanted to teach people and what I like wanted people to take away from it and like all these great, great ideas for it. And then I basically like went through just like chopped stuff and like, this is like, I want to talk about this, but it's just not going to work. Right. Until I had something that was cohesive and like stood on its own foundations. And then I just wrote based on that. And that helped me a little bit. Yeah. It's good to even say what you don't want to say and then realize like, I wanted to say it all. I just had to be mean and be like, I want to say this more. Yeah, you can't say it all. I'm very excited. So not enough people ran for senior class uh, for student government. And by not enough, I mean zero out of four. Um, Ouch. And so Willie and I, one of my friends has been, we've been running elections committee. And so we had to find four people. And after two weeks, we finally got four today. Um, Did you just choose them? We asked around who would be interested. And then like, we didn't interview them and just like really talk to them and say, Hey, like, this is what it entails. Like, this is what you have to do. Yeah. And we picked people who would actually be good at it. Um, Cause we both know a lot of people at the school, a lot of leaders. And so we, we built a very good team. Let's put it that way. Why do you think people didn't run? Do you think it was like senioritis or like, well, first off, we, at that really, point, why? he's graduating early. So he's not running for senior class like he normally would. Cause he's graduating three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Lucky devil. Um, and then oh. I, and there, there were just, a, it was a lot of little coincidences, right? I don't think that normally would have happened because usually the people in junior class oh, yeah. move on to the senior class. And then like, just nobody ran. Cause I think nobody knew it. I, yeah, I don't know. I think most juniors don't consider being uh, in USG uh, undergraduate student government after, um, after three years of not being in it. And like, who wants to do that the last semester? Right. Um, a lot of the people we talked yeah, to, they had other things that were a really big part of their life. They were just ending. And because they were ending, uh, they could start a new thing. And they wanted that to be USG. So that's kind of cool. I was just talking about that with someone where as like I'm about to be halfway through, like what my biggest things that I'm involved with have been and what they're going to be going forward. Because I still feel like I'm new and like I want to try this new club, but also like oh, you're like in, in that mid I really want to be a leader. When I'm in the club, like, I want to be a leader. I want to be in charge of it, like, to help it. Right. And so it's sort of, that makes it really, yeah, like, you have to choose. there's almost this barrier to entry where, so that's the other thing is I, my friend was, like, talking about um, trying out for an organization that I thought about doing, like, the tour guide service. And I told her, like, go for it. You should totally do it. But I also said, you know, I'm not going to try for it, I don't think. Um, right. Just because, like, that, that wouldn't be worth it. And I sort of feel like I've already it's already becoming more and more clear what my priorities are going to be. Yeah. What I did is I, and that I need to stay with leadership in that I chose, I did a bunch of stuff early, narrowed it down to like three main things that I wanted to do, or actually it was more like five and then became a leader in those five instead of 
um, instead of like continually joining new things as an entry level. Yeah. But that works for me. It doesn't mean it'll work for you. Yeah, that's wild. Isn't it crazy you're halfway, almost halfway done college? Yeah, it is I remember crazy. that. But point. I feel like both years were very different. That's good. So it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like, like, I think each year will just be really unique. My f- so it doesn't feel like I'm, like, halfway done. My favorite year was junior year, so you have the best to come, I believe. Yeah, second year is the worst. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything definitely. else has got to be second better. Second semester, second <laughs> yeah. year was my, was hell. I was totally. Oh, mine was first semester. Oh, it was. I was. I I reached. Yeah. Possibly could do with the extent of my time, and it really impacted my grades. Um, it was sad. But yeah, I feel like there are a lot more decisions in terms of like money and food. That to me, on top of other things, like I've been a student for so long, like I can be a student. But if I have a choice between like being a good student and like going to the grocery store and cooking dinner and like. I also acknowledging like I need to eat like it's just that really complicated have you found any friends who are in a similar situation to you that you could like like work with together you see what I'm saying for what so imagine you had a like there's someone you know who also has the same um like can't have any uh milk right then you could like work Mm -hmm. together or live together or like support each other so that like you you'd have more time like cook like one person could cook instead of both of you. So you know what I'm saying save you time. Yeah. It's hard just because with like people's schedules, people, it definitely, at least here, everyone fits meals in where they can. Yeah. They don't plan around meals. And as much as even I would love to plan around meals. And I was talking about this the other day, just like family dinner. Like it used to just be, that's what was every right. time. Like that's what it was every day. And now like my, eating schedule I'm not hungry until like nine because that's the right. only when I can fit in food but wow. um yeah I have tried to find people to cook with and then just sort of been like well you're gonna eat dairy free it's really not that much harder right like I own all the ingredients um but it is sort yeah, of definitely. difficult I have well, sorry, yeah, I have one friend who has a lot of room. allergies so. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, keep going. Yeah, normally I feel like people with allergies, it actually, like, hurts you to work together. Because people who don't have any allergies are fine with, like, whatever substitute I throw at them. But there's some restaurants that I know I love because they cater to my allergies. And I know other people with allergies don't, like, avoid them. Oh, which I always think is really weird. Because they have different like, allergies? I would just assume somewhere. Or because they have different tastes. Yeah, because their allergies are not friendly to, in that store oh, like you can't just really be allergy friendly because the more you substitute dairy the more like nuts you get normally which really affects some people and yeah there's like a trade-off okay has your college been going under uh, marvel hype for the last few days um i've heard one person talk uh, about it our nerdy campus <laughs> has been going I over also... super end game hype yeah, so Endgame is a Taylor Swift song, so oh. I really thought they were talking about that, which is terrible, and she just released a new song, so I was like, maybe it's like a second part of that song. That's funny. That's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't know anything about those movies. Yeah. They're, 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 for context for you, and I know everybody else probably already knows this, but uh, <laughs> um, Avengers, the big movie where everybody was in it, 
was called Infinity War, and it left on a very large. Um, oh, I do know that cliffhanger. You, do you know what the cliffhanger Since is? Since I didn't, I mean, I didn't. It wasn't a spoiler. Yeah. yeah. So like half the people died. So everyone wants to know uh, what's going to happen in the next film, right? Where is everybody, right? Because all a lot of the characters who died have movies coming up, right? Um, so it's less so like how are they going to come back, but like how are <laughs> how's it going to work? Um, therefore, yeah. end game like answers that question. So I'm going tomorrow is the point cool so that, my friend went last night yeah i have a friend who went yeah. last night to 11 o'clock showing like yeah Oof. and he got tickets yesterday yeah, which was incredible like... wow but i'm going with some friends yeah. on ticket to go cool wow yeah i wish there was a hype movie i was excited for but not really I've also realized that I just, like, was never really into the movie media. Like, that part of media. What are you into more as a media? Like, I'm probably just music. I feel like I'm pretty tuned in with pop culture, but I'm in a class where now we just got to the present day. We started in, like, ancient history. Now we're present day. And, you know, raise your hand if you've seen this movie. And every time, I'm like, no. Like, I haven't seen any of them. And I think just the amount of movies I've seen is, like, not not large. Yeah, no, that's fair if movies aren't your thing. I've actually been getting way more into music. Good. I I probably listen, <laughs> like, you know me. So I'm, you know me. I'm used to listening. I, I listen to <laughs> lots of podcasts and audiobooks. I would say over the last month, my music consumption has been greater than my audiobook plus podcast consumption. Ooh, so how do you find music? Well, I haven't worked that hard yet. Right now, I just listen to lots of classical music, um, mostly during studying, because it just calms me down. And, and how I do you can, find that? It like, tells do you my just brain look to up focus. your favorite prelude, or do you just search like, so classical music? I go on, I use Amazon Music, and I just search uh, classical, and then click one of the playlists and just let it play. Um, and the ones I like, I like check mark, and then I can mm-hmm. go back to. Um, That's cool. Yeah, and then I also like have started been listening to classic rock because we grew up with that, as you know, and it yeah. feels very home homey, if that makes sense. It does. Um, I mean, it does. Our so dad much. loves classic rock. <laughs> classic music to me does too, actually. Yeah, it reminds me of yeah, being younger. Uh, I'm 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 listening to like super classical though, like with like Mozart and Bach and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but that's awesome. It's nice and less less poppy stuff but there's a few songs that i like that i'll save and will every now and again play i realized that my music taste changes with the seasons dramatically (laughs) so all Mm -hmm. winter i listen to indie and i'm just like staring out bus windows at the rain like very indie and the minute it got nice like right when i touched down from spring break i was like it is time for country music because it's just nice out and oh, I don't know, I to me, they just go together. And today it's cloudy and I like switched back to indie instinctively. I was like, we need the comfort. Wow. It's not beautiful. What does it say that country music is like a nice day and indie music is like a bad day? <laughs> so I've thought a lot about it because I feel like I have to defend the fact that I like country music to a lot of people. It's just a thing where I am. Not a but lot of people like it. In even Colorado, though you're in this, not a lot of even people though you're in, in the South. Yeah. Apparently, I'm not in the South that much. And I think it might just be, like, a generation thing. But no one, at least, very few people I know will at least admit that they like country. But people will ask me, like, why I like it. And they'll be like, oh, it's cheesy. And what I like about it is it's 
relentlessly like positive but it's more just like the song knows what it's saying like there's not nuance there's no indie like oh I don't know how I feel it's just very like this is the best day this is the best girl or like this is the hardest time just very clear messages I don't know interesting yeah no the I I like country too I think we listened to a lot of country music when we were driving through the south on over spring break because perfect it's the south yeah you gotta we stayed at this house in mississippi annabelle that was so um it, it was like imagine a southern like large house and that was it it was really cool um it wasn't quite plantation but it definitely was like it was it was so stereotypical and mm-hmm. it, but it was also just so nice all the beds had a tray with teapots on them Aww. and tea glasses it was really it had the southern charm let's put it that way yeah that's interesting it's cool um what else you working on or what's how's (laughs) sorority life um it's kind of winding down which is good good. a lot of people actually attacking me for being in a sorority this week kind of like kind of jokingly or just like attacking you for being in a sorority or attacking you in your position in the sorority? No, like for like I'll be wearing a shirt with the sorority letters and people will be like, What? What is like what sorority are you in? They'll be like, What's that like? Like I had a professor bring Why? it up during class to everyone and I was like, This is nice. Um Don't you have to wear your letters like a certain amount of days? No. Oh we don't. Okay, that's a thing at my school. They try to do T shirt Tuesdays, but it's kind of died. Oh, that sounds like it's year. not working. I mean, they were just like, we yeah. encourage you to, but I mean, no, I don't. I wear them. Encourage constantly isn't strong enough. And you need I it. For them. Okay, um, that's a good reason. But, and because I'm, how proud, many do you yeah. have? Uh, so many. Like a like a lot, <laughs> like probably twenty. Like like, like a lot. Oh wow, shit. Yeah, it's probably half of my shirts. It's my style now. It's just sorority shirts. Um, which is fine, but then people will like say things, and it's kind of funny, and I'll be like, yeah. Um, and I think part of it is just, like, when you have so many people involved in something, people don't really know what it is. And then people will say, like, oh, well, I, I like you, but I don't like sororities. And I'll be like, I don't think you understand what they are. Like, I'm that point, you know? Yeah, sororities and fraternities have a bad rap, but some of it is for good reason. Yeah, Does that make sense? that's true. And that's the other thing is they'll be like, sororities and fraternities. And I'll be like, well, I hear you on that side. Like, I've had some, like good experiences but some like not great experiences with fraternities but i'm just like my sorority experience has been positive so um what's your res- response to sororities are just a bunch of llama dramas just drama a bunch llamas. of i got that backward drama llamas. llamas um have you not heard that before no i will say i'm about to live in a house with 35 girls and it's a little scary i'm sure there'll be drama <laughs> but i also think that like that's just gonna happen in life um, Good thing you're in charge of disciplining the drama. <laughs> yeah, and there's also just, like, the amount of drama you let get to you. Like, yeah. I've heard some common complaints, and, like, the fifth time I heard the complaint, I was like, okay, you know, everyone feels this way, which kind of negated the complaint, which was that, like, oh, I don't feel like I'm super involved in this. And I was like, you know, there are a ton of people who, like, are half involved in this, and that's fine. Um, and, like, the more you hear the drama, the more you realize, like, it's really not it doesn't have to hurt you if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like i don't think people choose to hurt each other and yeah okay yeah do you know what is more dramatic than a sorority 
What is more? Oh, what is more drama than a every group project I have ever been in? So oh much more gosh. drama. Is that, why is that? Oh no! Why do you think that is? I don't know. I've been working on that this week too. <laughs> Just <laughs> trying to muscle through one of these group. What projects. person are you in in a group project? Oh, this is great. So the professor in one of my classes this semester, we have two really large group projects, and she sent out a survey at the beginning, and she said basically like, "Who do you want to be in the group?" And I said, "I would like to be the leader." And she said, "Do you want to be in a group with multiple people who feel this way, or do you want to be the only one?" And I don't remember what I put because I think I felt bad about saying that I wanted to be the only one. Um, but knowing Did who you I'm put with, the only one? I sort of think they said they wanted to be followers. I'm going to be real <laughs> because very clearly, I walked into the first meeting wanting to establish that, um, mm-hmm. and just not even just like as a leader, but to make sure like I'm the person who's not who's going to stay on track, and like you're going to stay on track, or I'm going to tell you. So I would be like. I had a list on the whiteboard of what we needed to do just because I feel like everyone's time is really valuable and like, it's good to know what you need to do. And I sort of also figured that my skills were best used to do that than to do something Mm -hmm. else, which I feel bad about. Like I sort of was like, okay, I'm not, this isn't my great best subject. So, like, I can make an outline of what we need to do, but I'm not confident that I can do all the things in it. Right. So I sort of took the position of, like, let's make sure we all know what we all need to do, and then, like... And then did you delegate appropriately? Um, no, we learned in this project that, that I learned that does not work. Um, because nobody does what they, you tell them to do? Yeah, or... <laughs> we, yeah it just it doesn't work to split it up very well um especially because oh, a lot of the people in the project care a lot about it so we had a final draft and each person wanted to read through it carefully and make changes well that's good and then but then people every time someone makes changes versus... you've got to keep reading through like <laughs> just never ends it's better to just all do it together and then be like this is good yeah at least you have like people who want to like do stuff versus a group that like wants to just let one person do all the work because that's the problem that I have a lot yeah I think our problems yeah it people are fine with doing the work but um need some incentive to be accountable I would say but they're fine doing it yeah okay so you have a good group what's the drama so I mean just the drama is like someday someone won't show up like where's this person they're just not there you're like okay yeah. or um someone will try to help but they're just not helpful this has been my issue with a recent project where like it's not a matter of delegating you need to do this it's a matter of do i need to teach you how to do it like that doesn't seem like a good use of our time um mm-hmm. so it ends up being part of the group really working really hard and this person's just kind of confused but like, I can't help you. Or... I think they just don't understand what's going on. Isn't it your job as the leader to tell them what's going on? I, I mean, but we make it very clear what we're doing. <laughs> so it's sort of, Most I, I of can't figure it out. Communicating and communicating more times than you think is necessary in order to get a point across. Yeah, and maybe it's just that after three hours in a library, our patience just wanes. And so that's been some, like, yeah, troubling parts. Um but yeah, if the person doesn't understand the question that you're being asked or the instructions, 
like it's I've, I've explained that and then it's sort of like we just we need to do it though like that's the main thing right yeah did you uh have i told you about the blaster blaster no what do you think the blaster blaster is before a t-shirt blaster. and i'm kind of giving away yeah i uh, kind of <laughs> So, and I'm kind of giving away my school through saying this, but (laughs) Blaster Blaster um, uh, is a blaster. So, like, you got it, like, t-shirt cannon kind of thing, but it shoots a stuffed animal of Blaster. Oh, that's cute. And Blaster is, like, like our mascot, right? So, um, it's, like, we have this cute little stuffed animal Blaster. He, like, fits in a little ball, goes inside the tube, and we're shooting him. And so we're making two air cannons for this, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm in Maker Society, a club that makes stuff, but also helps others make stuff. And so we're making this for Maker Society for football games and all this other stuff. But the main purpose you will actually see because it's going to be for graduation. And the idea is at the end of the graduation, and don't tell anyone this because it's still a surprise. Mm-hmm. He's going to like pull out a t-shirt blaster from behind the podium and shoot the two blasters into the crowd on the podium. Oh, that's cool. And like, if you catch one, you get the blaster, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so is that cool? That is cool. So we're designing and building, and we went to Home Depot on Wednesday, so much fun, and one of my favorite stores. Uh, and <laughs> unpaid sponsor. We're basically putting together, yes, unpaid sponsor. Uh, and. <laughs> Um, another unpaid sponsor anchor (laughs) thank you for providing the podcast software it okay we're going on a tangent because i love tangents um tangent corner um tangent number one tangent one level down let's put it that way okay um so anchor the app right you were so impressed that it showed up on spotify right the uh the podcast Mm -hmm. anchor does it all for you is it free so, the, yeah, it's free. Cool. So you download the app, right? You just say, create podcasts. You put on art. You put on a title. You put on a description. You put on different things like that. And then you say, make it a podcast. It's like your podcast. Um, we will now send it to um, every podcast player, every major podcast player, including Spotify. And we'll tell you when they've accepted your podcast. And so Spotify said, we've accepted your podcast. So I texted you. And sure enough. Mm-hmm. It also helps that Anchor was bought by Spotify, so they integrate really well. Yeah. So thank you, Spotify, and thank you, Anchor, for supporting our show. And if you would like to actually give us money to support our show, let us know. Um, (laughs) I just did a little spot. I'm going to go on my own tangent. I just did a little Spotify survey. Second tangent. Yeah. Um, They emailed me and were like, take a survey. And I was like, okay. And it was like, how did you listen to podcasts? How important are podcasts? And on those surveys where it's like one to five, I always go extreme. Like, I'm never in the middle. I'm always like, yes, I okay. love podcasts. So you do the Uber effect. So I was like, yes, podcasts have extremely improved my daily life and all these things. And Spotify is super useful. And then it said, how many podcasts do you listen to? And I was like, one. And I feel like they just threw out all my answers. I was like, okay, sorry. I only listen to one. And it's like YouTube. I only watch one YouTube channel. Like, I'm terrible. Yeah. what's your one youtube channel oh duh um so third you tangent down, what is this podcast and and youtube channel which may or may not have to do with each other that you listen and watch also unsponsored um notem questions is the only podcast i listen to um now that i'm cut so up i should probably re- replace it but i haven't um, are you caught up yeah have you listened to all of them 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. So what where do you fourth tangent down on the I third chair versus um like what the, they should call the listeners, like the third chair yeah. or uh, the wing tassars? Third chair. Third chair? Okay. Yeah. I, I can't even, yet. I don't know what a hussar is. I can't spell that. I, I don't know what it is either. I yeah. just know Sorry. that they laughed very hard that episode and I didn't get it. <laughs> you know, some things are more important than others. Um, yeah. I do like the third chair. Me too. We don't have an, we don't have an audience, so we can't name our audience. <laughs> There's yet. no Plus one else. The audience. Plus the audience names the audience, so it doesn't matter. That is, um, see, that's what I like about the third chair is it just came about. Like, a fandom gets to choose its own name. Yeah, although, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> okay, so we have, to, we have to go back up the ladder. Uh, the, so we're talking about the Blaster Blaster. So we're making this canon. We're, it's going to be shown at graduation. I'm hoping, since we're making two, PCJ invites me on stage to fire the other one. Mm, that'd be cool. Can I do it? Can I be an honorary canon Blaster? Hello? Hello? It's back. Right, somebody called me and it interrupted. Um, I'll cut that out later. Okay. Or I won't, and you'll just hear this, and that'll be a lot easier on my part. <laughs> um, in the future, we'll go up, up production quality. Um, what are you doing, right? Are you eating? I hear no, like I was silverware. drinking water. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I went for a run. No, you're such a bad podcaster, Anna. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my voice fresh. Um, Keep your voice fresh. So we need to do introductions cannon. at the beginning. That's cool. Yeah, so we're going to shoot a, t- a blaster blaster, and we're going to have it all decorated with, like, mine's colors. We'll be able to use it in the future at football games and different stuff like that, Aww. but it's been really fun. We ordered stuff on Amazon. We went to Home Depot. We got the school to pay for it, which is much more fun because True. we ran out of money for our Maker Society this year. Ouch. Um, I, taking out of the gra- take it's taken out of the graduation budget, which is a lot bigger than the amount of money you need to make a blaster blaster. So <laughs> probably it out really well. Be sad if it was. It's not. good to know. It's good to know the person who runs commencement. Oh my Put God. it that way. Uh, <laughs> I, I I love getting stuff done. Yeah. Or as the way I put it, I love getting shit done. Interesting. Maybe that's why my week feels unsettled. I feel like I haven't really crossed a lot off my list. <sighs> I've told you about my growth book, right? Yeah. Yeah. My, I, I crossed something off my growth book that's been in my growth book probably 20 times, which it felt really good to finally cross it off. It was the easiest thing in the world, too. I just, I was like, oh, I don't need to do this today. And it kind of just kept getting delayed, which is bad. Yeah. It happens. So I'm reading this new book mm-hmm. called Switch. And it may be the book I've been looking for for the past, my whole life. What's it about? Um, so I always find like in terms of my growth, the hardest thing I have to deal with is I don't have enough perseverance, but more importantly, I don't have enough self-control, right? I know mm-hmm. what I want to do, but that doesn't mean that my body does it, yeah. right? That like I do it because it's a lot easier to sit down and watch YouTube videos for two hours at eight o'clock at night instead of doing your homework or sending emails or insert other thing that will get me smarter yeah. that I should do. Um, so I read another Okay, we'll stay on one book for at a time. Anyway, so this book switch talks about how you only have enough self-control in you and you kind of, it's like a, it's an exhaustive resource and it puts the, it into perspective in such a way that um, is really different. So it looks at it as like, you, you can't control yourself always. That's the box, but there are outside things you can do, like outside of the box thinking, they can help you, right? So instead of the answer being, get more self-control or 
like be better at uh, building up self uh, control and like making yourself do something, the answer is do stuff outside or do techniques outside of your life or in other ways that will force you into choosing the right path. Does that make sense? Can you give an example? So uh, for example, like the moment, like set putting your gym clothes in a bag the night before. And that way when you wake up, like, oh, I already put my gym clothes in the bag. Like, I've or- like they're already there. I might as well like pick up the bag and go to the gym, right? Mm-hmm. You laugh, but like it's that no, simple. No, I and- laugh because every day this week I've been wearing gym clothes to class thinking maybe afterwards I will then go to the gym. Yeah. No, but it's like doing, and you have to find where the tipping point is that will make you do something, right? So for example, for somebody, it might be once they've put on their tennis shoes, like once they've done that, they're going, right? Like, yeah, that's just, they're not going to put on their tennis shoes and then not go to the gym, right? Um, Because that's what it's for. And it's not worth like taking them off again, because that's just stupid, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, there's these little point pivot points. And the thing you have to do is you have to think I'm just going to get to those and then go. Anyway, the point is this book has this really interesting example um, of how it works. It's an analogy. So the analogy is there's a rider and an elephant, right? Oh, I've heard and this. You, you have? Yeah. Ooh, so this, this book takes it from another book. Um, but the I idea is your that mind, <laughs> there's two people in your mind, right? There's the rider who is like the analytical frontal lobe, really like smart and chooses things based on logic, right? Mm-hmm. And is and they're the ones who know I should like spend, I wanna learn this poem, I should spend an hour tonight learning this poem, right? But the elephant, that's your emotional self. That's your like, your, your, that's your being. And that's the one that just does whatever, right? Like that's your autopilot, right? That just does what you're used to doing or does what it feels like doing, right? It's the one that sits down for two hours and watches YouTube, right? Because it feels good. Yeah. Um, that's the one who, what, what's an example from your life? Of something I do when I don't like, want to do anything? Th- yeah. Well, okay, last night I did like, watch YouTube for like two hours. It's a okay. sad example. Some, did you watch that one YouTube No, actually channel? last night I was watching okay. SNL and Modern Family on oh, YouTube okay. because yeah, I it. ran out of Modern Family on Hulu. So comedy anyway. TV, actually, that's it. That's the answer. You understand my point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of get down these holes, right? Um, and they're usually not as productive, right? Um, it could even be drinking, right? Your elephant. Um, anyway, the point is you're, the rider is on the elephant, right? And the rider can control the elephant, but the rider gets tired really easily, right? The elephant's only going to do what it wants for so long. Yeah. And then the elephant just wanders and does whatever it wants to do. And if you think about it, the elephant's a heck of a lot more powerful than the rider, right? And that shows you that, like, it's just going to do what it wants to do. So this book's kind of framing three main ways you can get it. You can um, – here, I'm going to pull out the book because the – I will, it'll be able to explain it a lot better than I will be. Um, so one of them is uh, fu- direct the rider, right? So that's directing the person who's riding. Um, motivate the elephant. So that's like appealing to the elephants. So the elephant goes where you want it to mm-hmm. go. And the last thing is shape the path. So an example with like doing your, uh, putting your gym bag together before you go to, uh, before you go to the gym or the night before to force you to go to the gym in the morning, that's an example of sh- like shaping the path, right? Like you're setting up the path so that your elephant in the morning doesn't go, oh, I don't want to go to the gym. It's like, oh, let me just grab my gym bag. You know what yeah. I mean? Because um, mm-hmm. the path's already in front of it and the path's easy. 
it's really interesting. So that's how I've been trying to grow my life recently. Uh, and this book I just started, I'm maybe 30 pages in, if that. Um, my issue, so. I think, or not my issue, but like my, the thing I run to a lot with like the writer trying to control the elephant in me and like my life is that momentum is like the most useful thing for me to get things done. Like if I wake up and I'm okay. like, I'm having a good day, like look at me go, I will do so much more. But the minute I think, like, oh, I'm not being very productive, like, that that momentum carries me way further back. And it's harder to get so, to a point where I am productive because I don't feel like I'm a productive person. Like, it, does that make sense? You are so a productive person. Bullshit. No, but just – but it's that, like, some days I just feel like I can do anything and then I do lots of things. And some days I'm just, like, more tired. And because I'm used to having that as one of the motivating forces – to do things then when I don't hear that like but you're you do everything I start to just not do things what's the first thing you do every morning check my phone <laughs> okay that, that's I, one bad I don't know what's so, I mean, my alarm goes off I look at my phone the wi-fi usually doesn't work so I kind of just like how don't long do, do you do your phone for well the wi-fi never loads so okay normally so I go then you just sleep. get out of bed no, normally I go back to sleep a little bit. But okay, it's fine. and then what happens? <laughs> then I get up. I go to the kitchen and I make food. And what's the first thing you do when you get up? You go to the kitchen? Yeah. Okay, here is the secret. And maybe this won't work for you, but this works for me. The first thing I do is I get out of bed. Is it you make your I bed? Do, is, what, is I make my bed. And that's the secret because it's, it's a tiny win, right? And that tiny win will lead to another tiny win, which will lead to another tiny win. And you'll accelerate upwards like you're talking about. And you'll feel like it's a productive day because you started out productive, right? But if the first thing I do is I pull out my phone and I like start surfing, like going through my emails, like all of a sudden I've spent 30 minutes going through emails or checking notifications or just updating myself on the day and I'm still in bed and I feel like crap and it doesn't work very well. Yeah. So you should try doing that and report to our many, many listeners. That's good advice. <laughs> all of them. Stay tuned. All, uh, all of them. But I'm listening to a podcast that started out like really small. And their joke is they always have two listeners. They're like, they're it's so- called all. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm only up to episode like 20 right now. So they, the, the joke is they have two listeners. Yeah. That's funny. My sort of motivation is not making like my bed. It's the how early I get up. <laughs> Just like a new thing this well, year. Early- how early do you get up? So if I get up, my alarms either go off at 8 or 9. And I usually okay. make that choice depending on how late I am setting my alarm. So, like, last night I was up until, like, 12.30. So I was like, we are not waking up at 8. We're going to wake up at 9. Um, right. But, like, today I'll probably set my alarm for 8. And that then when I wake up and it's 8.30, I feel like I've been more productive, even when I really haven't done nothing yet. Yeah. Okay. You should – I. I, I just set it for seven every single day. And that way I like, even if I go to bed really late, I'll wake up at the same time. Cause your body remembers the time you wake up. Right. And if you change it bet- like all the time, then your body doesn't like you. My much. body's free to wake up earlier than the alarm. It just doesn't usually. Oh, okay. it, just it can do that. I, there's the elephant. <laughs> Normally it does not do that. Yeah. I'm not saying it has to be seven. I'm just saying that yeah. it's healthier to always wake up at the same time is what I have heard. Right. It, that matters more. Actually, what matters more is you could get consistent amounts of sleep. But the second thing that matters is you wake up at the same time. Yeah. Um, you don't have true. to well, normally, that's the thing. Normally I go to bed time. at this very similar time. So it doesn't matter. 
That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I've been having a really big trouble with that recently, going to bed at a sing- like a regular time. Yeah, me too. Um, this other book I read recently, maybe we should keep it to one book per episode. Let's keep it to one <laughs> book per episode. That way I have stuff to talk about. Somebody's going to um, cite but all it's called. <laughs> Make me yeah, feel bad. But, but it's Atomic Habits. Oh, I loved this book so much. This was the book I thought solved all my problems. And then I found this new book and it's even better. <laughs> yeah, maybe um, different books. But... We'll just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so... Well, we can talk about that next time. Cool. Well, one thing that you said that I think we could talk about, um, you said, like, we should do introductions. I yeah, guess. so we I need to come up with did you mean introductions for the podcast, for next episode. Or you mean for yes. who we are? Oh, well, oh. we could. you want to do introductions for who we are, and then we'll know. figure out an introduction for the podcast next time? I had an interesting thought today, so, because I'm wrapping up my year, thinking about, like, like literally I thought you were talking about, reflecting. like, you wanted to wrap it for a oh, second. I am... <laughs> Finishing up my year, I've been reflecting while I have not been writing papers. And one thing I thought today is like how I'm going to picture myself when I think about Annabelle's second year. And I realized what I picture myself doing and like how I see myself. I don't know. I thought it was really interesting. Like if you could have like one picture, not even a picture, because it's not something that would have a picture of it. Like one, that's you during that year. Like what would it look like? Okay. So and what? I, what's yours? So Give me I felt an really good because I had this thought while I was at a workout class running my favorite running speed, and they turned like the lights down, and it, you're standing right by a mirror, and so I was just looking at myself running, and that to me, I was like, that kind of looks like second year. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So it shows that. So the symbolism behind that is like you're exercising a lot more, like you're caring about yourself, you're in isolation, that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, like it, it wasn't me surrounded by a lot of people. Like that was sort of, maybe it's like when I felt the most me this week. Or like if someone were to say like, tell me about you. Like obviously I wouldn't be like, well, I work out, things. It, but like when I <laughs> think about <laughs> myself, dad. that's sort of, yeah, no, that's, that's not a very exciting thing, like me alone in a workout room. But when I think about myself, like, that's sort of what I picture now. Okay. I don't know. Interesting. You know, I, I, I like that. I'm trying to picture what – oh, okay, this is good. I picture myself, like, oh, this is so sad. But last – on Tuesday, I was in a student government meeting, and, like, I was just sitting and talking to people before the meeting started, and, like, everyone's, like, chatting around me about different mm-hmm. things – Willie and I are f- finding people to like do senior class with someone. I'm also having a conversation with someone else about a different topic. I'm talking with someone about their like future aspirations. And it's kind of like the middle of all the hub hub and like all this cool change that's happening around campus. And it's like, everyone's coming up and that, that very social animated atmosphere mm-hmm. where I'm like completely thinking on my feet that, that I think represents Sevi in yeah. a nutshell. Do you think you were an extrovert Sevi being me. Do you think I was? I don't know. I feel like my perception of extroverts was warped because everyone in our family is like such a large extrovert Super. that like I thought well, I was dad, an introvert. Dad's not that big. But compared to people in our family, yeah, I feel like true. actually though he's like very socially a, inclined. That's true. But compared to most people, like he's just so quiet and like introverted, and so I feel like I thought both of us were introverted growing up, which I don't think was true. I think 
don't know. I thought maybe I was an extrovert with no friends, so I seemed introverted. <laughs> Same. I know that's really sad, maybe. but that's true. Yeah, interesting. Maybe we, we couldn't go to all the fun parties yet that our parents were throwing. Yeah, no, we couldn't. I don't know. I feel like it all. It wasn't. It wasn't until college that I really started to like figure out how people work and how to like make close friendships, um, which is really sad, but it's true. Although there is an exception to that. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I just read. Oh, well. Oh. What can I say? <laughs> yeah, I just read. Aristotle has two books on friendship, which surprised me. In his book on ethics, he has two long chapters. Friendship. This is who? Sorry, say. say so Aristotle um, was okay. the teacher of Alexander the Great and like one of the top right. three Greek philosophers. Um, what are the other two? Of all time. Plato? Plato and Socrates. And it's this lineage okay. where Socrates they, taught Plato. Like, yeah, Plato, Plato taught, taught Aristotle. And then Aristotle taught Alexander the Great. Um, and Aristotle's so far my favorite out of the three. Um, Interesting. Yeah, he's the best. But he writs about friendship, which I just think is <laughs> such a like kind of a weird thing. What, and I don't know why we write? read it in this class. Well, he writes what like, Are write? we deserving of love? Are we friends with ourselves? Questions like, should you wish the best Are for you... your friend if that the best is that your friend will stop being friends with you? <laughs> like, should you wish that? Yeah. Um, and like, can bad people be good friends? He says no. He says no. Interesting. He I says only that, good people who recognize each other's goodness. Like you see someone, and you say like you're a really good person, and like I want to be closer to you so that I can like be a better person myself. And then they kind of see the same thing in you. He says that's like real true friendship. I do definitely believe that the people you surround yourself with, the five like major people you surround yourself with, you actually become them. You become a lot more like them. Hmm. Yeah. And I think that's true. If you're surrounded, you are more likely to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, because I definitely cool. had a freak out today where I talked to dad about my essay. And the thing he said yes. was exactly what I think. And it was him saying what he thinks. And I realized that, like, the, as much as I study politics, like, a lot of it is just... I, I'm not going to say it's Nate nurture. I think he's right. So a lot of it is, like... I just, he was right, and he's told me that, and I believed him, and now I think the same thing. Yeah, because you surrounded yourself, so you you think very similar to he does. Yeah. I think, do you think you're a lot more like him, and I'm a lot more like mom? Because I kind of feel like that, that way. I'm trying to think. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I always thought you were more like him, and I was more like mom. Really? But I think now... <laughs> There's more of a change. Maybe analytically, it's more like I'm more like mom and you're more like him, but maybe social, maybe in other ways. Uh, we're definitely a mix between the both. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like all my conversations with dad are in a though. Really? Yeah. I feel like he's like, what's new in your life? And then I just talk about my classes and then we just talk about like philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> philosophy well he does know a lot about that yeah i want to learn more about that you can you can educate myself I'm, you're not gonna read socrates or plato you're just gonna read aristotle that's the main okay, thing well, you can tell me about aristotle and it's really cute the book we're reading is called i don't know if i can pronounce it like nicomachin it's just like a and i asked what i asked i was like what does this even mean 
and it's the name of his son was Nico. So it's like he wrote okay. it to like teach his son. So anyway. Oh, that's cool. It's a good book to read, yeah. Cool. So introductions. Oh, I don't know. So, so I guess like those two visualizations are our introductions. Maybe I think I misunderstood what you meant by introduction. To be fair, I, I meant like so, how are we gonna like <laughs> like because you got to start off the podcast with like hey this is what me, it is. hey this is me, but like something really short. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think two of the main themes that you think that you've thought about like in terms of, like our logo and what this is is just like growth and the fact that we're like different perspectives. Yeah. So I think like a short intro would just be like we're growing up and like reflecting and having deep conversations weekly, which was just happening every time I called you. Um, but we're also coming at those conversations from like very different outlooks. Well, what do you? Well, yeah, that's what my ideas are. But I want to like, what do you want to add to it? Like, what what do you think the main theme should be? Well, I really I like those themes. <laughs> Can I just say ditto? I don't like to, I don't like taking all the credit. Like it is like... okay. Well, so to be fair, like intro to this podcast, this is not just like let's make a thematic progression. It's sort of for so long we're both interested in podcasts, but also we keep having conversations that like basically could be. But are you interested in podcasts, Annabelle? Yes, podcast. <laughs> One podcast. Singular. I don't. It's still it's very important to me. I don't know what to tell you. Ah. Uh. Hashtag no dumb questions. Go listen. <laughs> bad. Now I feel bad. I'm like a real fan because I have no other hobbies outside You're a of it. In the podcaster. Realm. I don't have as much time to listen to podcasts. I don't know. Yeah, it's funny. It's good. No, I, I, I was thinking less like we talk about what the themes are at the beginning and more be like, oh, I'm Sevi. And you're like, or, or but, but like, make it, maybe we can make it punny. Let's do that. How about that? Okay. What would that be? <laughs> Think of some puns. Like, well, I think the best pun is the podcast name, but um, so we could figure it out. Like, it, is this too corny? Like, I'd be like, I'm Sevi, and you say, I'm Belle. And then we say, and we're, and we're swiftly <laughs> growing yeah. together. Is that too corny? Yeah, but I didn't know exactly okay. where you were going with it. <laughs> anyway, I have to go build a blaster blaster. Okay, well, have fun. I'm going to go to a library. <laughs> cool. That's, that, that sounds about you and me, Yeah, but that's all everyone needs to know. You're gonna that, that, yeah, that's all you have to, to know. Toys, You're going to the library. To raise school spirit. I'm just blaster. going to write a paper. Anyway. <laughs> I, I write you. papers, I'm too, just week. not that many. Yeah. I love you, too. <laughs> Good for you. Bye.